But not only is it an election show, but it's also my beautiful grandmother Dorothy Bush's birthday. Happy birthday, Grandma. I love you. On today's show, which is the special edition election show, I've asked local candidates to come on and to, to have a little, you know, talk a little bit about themselves on today's show. So that way people can get a chance to get to know the politicians and have a name and a face and the voice to go with the signs they see on who they're voting for or just look at the looking at the ticket they know a little bit about the candidates that came on today. I unfortunately really did schedule a very short notice for a lot of them and they were kind enough to come come on anyways and work it into their schedule to be able to, you know, come on and talk with me. So I really appreciate it. They really went out of their way to get here and work with me, and every one of them has been wonderful. My first guest is Myron Hanna, who is running for Monroe County State's Attorney. My second guest is Randy Bertetto, who is running for Randolph County Commissioner. And then we have Chris Hitzman, who is running for Monroe County State's Attorney. Tonight we also have Pastor Neville of St. John's Lutheran Church of Redbud. He was kind enough to do a promo for the Road to Calvary pageant. Mandy Colewire is also on to tell us about the Tour to Cure and talk about how we can help to find a cure, find a cure for diabetes. Mo Fun was kind enough to do a promo for the VFW show in Waterloo, but unfortunately due to tech issues I am not able to play it at this moment. I seriously apologize to Mo Fun, but definitely check out their site and check out the show in Waterloo with the VFW on March 19th. 7 o'clock. Elizabeth Mall is my featured guest, artist, and she is the guest on next week's show. If you have any questions or feedback about her music or just what you want to talk to Elizabeth about, please send them to her via Facebook at Blossom City Radio or Blossom City Radio at Yahoo on email. We have Brody's Bro Joke of the Day as well as the Community Board. Before we go any further, though, I would like to take this opportunity to announce that Blossom City Radio and the American Variety Network are going to do a joint show in the near future with Old Salt Union. On March 25th, they are releasing their album, Cut and Run. Alex and I and the Blossom City Radio and American Variety Network are super excited that they've given us the opportunity to have them on and talk about their new album and their future ventures and getting to listen to some of their new music. Take the time and please go to Old Salt Union and check out their page on Facebook. And please like and share our announcement that they're going to be on the show. It should be a fun event and me and Alex are definitely looking forward to it. We will have further information as it is scheduled. And now on to the show. My first guest is Myron Hanna, Republican candidate for the Monroe County State's Attorney. Myron Hanna. Hi, Mr. Hanna. This is Jeremy Stillhorn from Blossom City Radio. How are you today, sir? I am fine, thank you. And you? Good. This, um, Mr. Hanna, I know you're running for state's attorney on the Republican ticket for Randolph County. Do you mind telling me a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm actually running for state's attorney in Monroe County. Yeah. And uh be happy to tell you about myself. I've I've lived in Monroe County for the past uh, uh, 30 years, but I'm actually from a small farming community of Kinmundy over in Marion County. Uh, 
I've graduated from Kinmundy Alma High School in 1976, and I graduated with a bachelor's degree from McKendree College in 1978. And after that, I attended the University of Illinois College of Law, where I obtained my law degree in 1981. After that, I uh, have been in the private practice of law for the past 30-plus years, primarily representing banks and other businesses uh, and with an office in Belleville. I was with the St. Louis law firm of Thompson Coburn for 16 years, and following that, I was with the St. Louis firm of the Stoller Partnership for another six years, running their Belleville office. Since that time, uh, for the past 14 years, I've been uh, in the private practice of law with my law partner, Debbie Volmert, uh, who's also a Monroe County lifelong resident in our office in, uh, in Swansea, Illinois. Very good. And why do you feel that you would be the best candidate for the Monroe County um, State's Attorney? Well, in addition to my private practice and my uh, litigation experience in general, for the past 12 years I've also been the Assistant State's Attorney for Monroe County. And so uh, one day each week I have been in the Monroe County Courthouse actually handling felony, misdemeanor, child abuse and neglect, and traffic matters on a regular basis. In addition, when our elected state's attorney has been uh, out of town or otherwise unavailable, I have been in charge of prosecution. And so I've been the person who would get the call to have a search warrant issued, uh, to file a criminal information, uh, to otherwise handle matters that have to be handled on the uh, on the, uh, the criminal side. And so I've done that for the past 12 years, and that, I think, positions me to be the best candidate to, uh, to uh, be elected to the position. Uh, there's a lot about the position that is highly technical. Uh, these are skills that uh, you have to develop by, by doing. But in addition to the technical side of things, there's also a very strong element of judgment that's required. Every case calls for the exercise of sound judgment. And so my experience both as assistant state's attorney and my general life experiences position me well to, uh, to fulfill that duty. Very good. As a resident of Monroe County, what is your favorite thing about Monroe County? Well, the thing I, the like, that I like most about Monroe County is the fact that within a few minutes you can be from a uh, populated area such as Columbia where I live into an area that has a lot of openness to it and a, a feel that I think people from other counties only wish that they had. Uh, I'm thinking in particular uh, if you go to the, the uh, go to Valmire and the Salt Lake Trail is a, a wonderful experience that we can enjoy only a few minutes from home. Exactly. Monroe County is really neat, too, if they have revolutionary 
war soldiers buried up there on Breezy Hill and different things like that. It's a really neat place full of history and beautiful buildings and whatnot. It's definitely a place to come see. Well, and a, and a lot of that, and it all it all comes back to the fact Monroe County is a very safe county. Yes, and it is. It's 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 and it's something that we we cannot take for granted. It it doesn't happen on just by accident that it's a a safe county. It takes a lot of hard work, a lot of work by law enforcement, and uh, and the effective prosecution as well. And that's something that I want to see continue. Um, for years and years to come, and so that's another reason why I'm adamant about uh, wanting to be elected the Monroe County State's Attorney. Very good. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Well, I just would like to ask all the voters of Monroe County to carefully consider voting for me on March 15, and to know that I would very much appreciate uh, their votes. Very good. This has been Myron Hanna, State's Attorney Candidate from Monroe County for the Republican ticket. Thank you very much, Mr. Hanna. You have a good day. Good luck, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. Bye. That was Myron Hanna, Republican Candidate for the Monroe County State's Attorney. My next guest is Randy Bertetto, running for Randolph County Commissioner. On the Democratic ticket. Hi, I'm Jeremy Stone with Blossom City Radio. We're here with Randy Bertetto for Randolph County Commissioner on the Democratic ticket. How are you today, Randy? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Doing well. It's been a good day so far. I'm excited about getting this podcast out and letting everybody get a chance to meet the candidates and see a face on my Facebook page to who they're voting for and getting to know a little bit more about them. So I really appreciate you coming on at short notice. I didn't give you a whole lot of notice, and you were kind enough to work with my schedule. I really do appreciate that. Well, I appreciate the opportunity, and I think it's another fine uh, uh, means of communication. Thank you. Um, we're going to start off here. Could you tell me a little bit about yourself, Randy? Sure. Uh, my name is Randy Bertetto. I lived in Sparta for 50 years. Uh, I'm 65 years old. I have one daughter, 39 years old, married, lives in Carbondale, one year and I've been a union representative uh, at Baldwin. Uh, I've served on the uh, Sparta City Council for four years as a commissioner, and I also served as the mayor of Sparta for four years from 2003 to 2007. Very nice. I'm actually a union rep myself, so I really love the union part of that. Um and plus all the civic duty you've done quite a bit. We, I appreciate your service on that. If you can tell me a little bit about your experience then. I know you listed a few things. Well, my experiences as far as a union representative have been pretty extensive over the 41 years. I've been involved with negotiating several labor agreements, benefit packages, uh, different grievances, and, and, and conditions of work. As a... Uh, Member of the city councils, more specifically as the mayor, I was involved uh, quite a bit with the uh, World Shooting Complex that's north of Sparta. We went through several years of negotiation to get a lot of property uh, uh, acquisitions and exchanges done between the National Guard, uh, Department of Natural Resources, 
We also uh, had to negotiate quite a bit with the ATA to get them to sign a multi-year contract to bring the Grand American to Sparta, which was actually the foundation of the whole purpose for the shooting complex. Very good. We love the shooting complex down here and all, everything that it actually brings to the community. You can tell with the restaurants when they have a shooting, something going down in the shooting complex, it's actually been a major milestone of having this down here in the um, area. So that definitely has brought quite a bit to the area, and we appreciate everything that you've done to do that. It's a beautiful complex with the meals. I've been to weddings out there. My brother and those guys go out to shoot. We really appreciate you being on part of that and getting that done. That's a huge asset to our community because, I mean, there's just so much that goes on there, and it brings so much money into the local area. That's definitely a bonus for everybody that is in this area. I appreciate everything you've done on that. Well, thank you. The uh, increase in the sales tax revenue has been phenomenal, uh, and, and the complex has continued to grow. It, uh, it would not be nice to see other events scheduled out there because it is such a large complex. It could accommodate several different events uh, all at one time, actually. But we were glad to get it here. It has been a, a true tremendous benefit to the, the entire area, actually, and uh, we're just glad it's here. We hope it stays here. I mean, on a personal note on this, um, I do some work with the Cougar Club of America. They're coming on the show, and I own a 69 Cougar. It still needs to be restored, but I'm actually trying to see if I can get them to even host a small event down there and bring some different families in and see some amazing cars and stuff like that, so I hope that we actually are able to get that done. So... I really appreciate bringing that in, and then I'm hoping to kind of get something going on with that. So hopefully as things go along, we'll be announcing that on the uh, I've been involved in a lot of negotiations. I've had the experience as a elected official. Uh, it's, it's bothered me somewhat to see that the, the risk that we've been through with the shooting complex and possibly lose the uh, events that we've had out there and kind of the general uh, – situation the state is in with their budget, it bothers me to see, I haven't heard, I haven't read, haven't known of a whole lot of effort to really retain what we have. I know at the time, to get the shooting complex built and to get the ATA here, a lot of people were involved, did a lot of hard work, and our and our presence in Springfield was common. We did not wait for... Uh, to be invited to meetings or to be asked to be involved, we went up there and and we more or less involved ourselves and we made the meetings. Uh, I, I'd also a reference back to uh, my working experience, especially with the labor unions. I'd, I'd like to see the working people and the uh, retired people of Randolph County represented maybe a little bit better. Uh, I know being an elected official, there are ways to balance the budget. Things to look at before you actually start to eliminate people. One thing we want to remember when we <clears throat> eliminate people, those are incomes that we've lost in this county. And I think what we ought to do is try to boost the benefit of this county and, and not lose what we have now. I definitely agree with that. and. You know, there's very much going on, and with the state problems and stuff, that's the first thing that they talk about doing. We were kind of going with job – we're dealing with job cuts might be happening with my spot, too, and that's where we're in kind of that 
with discussions with management on is how we need these people and these jobs for people around here. Which you have something that's a good paying job and whatnot, you hate to lose it with the different budget cuts and stuff. I agree with you totally on that point. And it, it, it's a shame, and it, it happens in big business also, but it's a shame whenever they look to uh, reduce costs, uh, it, it's the working people that they a lot of times look at first, and, and I, I just don't think that's the right process to use. I agree. There's other ways to cut and keep a family and the income coming into the areas around here because people are what matter. Certainly. And I know uh, you said – go ahead. Being uh, involved in with the city of Sparta through uh, uh, my – the years that I served on the council, uh, I, I would just look forward to serve the people in Randolph County. I've been around Randolph County a lot. I know a lot of people. Uh have worked with several people from Redbud, Chester, Colderville, Tilden. But uh, I would really love to serve the people in Randolph County. And I know you've been a lifelong resident and you've seen many, many things in Randolph County. What is one of your most favorite things about Randolph County? Well, I think one thing is, uh, number one, the people. <laughs> you know, this really is a, a friendly county. When you get out around the different uh, uh, cities, towns, municipalities, but I think one of the most important things about Randolph County is its location. Yeah. You, you know, uh, we, we're at a, at a detriment somewhat because we're so far from Chicago, and it seems like that's where the focus is at all the time. Mm-hmm. But you look at you look at the location of Randolph County, right here on on the Mississippi River, and uh, uh, <clears throat> almost on the edge of the. Illinois Ozarks that it's just a beautiful county and and the people in this county uh you, you can ask for better people. No, that's true. My wife got sick a few years ago and the outport and support was just amazing from the people. It really kind of chokes you up when you realize that people who don't even know you care about you. So. And, and that's true and they don't have to be from uh, the community that you live in. It sometimes it's the neighboring communities. Yeah, people really came together so I mean that, that's one of the things I love most about it, that and that, you know, if you need something, you're close enough to St. Louis that so you can go in and get it. And if you like to hit fish or hunt or do anything outdoorsy, it's right here too. So within 10 minutes you, ten minutes to an hour, you can do whatever you want. Sure, and you're uh, close to the city. If you that's your uh, uh, enjoyment, you can do that also. And you're, and you're safe. There's not a whole lot of crime and bad stuff that happens in most of the Randolph County area. That's true. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, uh, not really. It's just that uh, I have decided to, to get back into the political arena. I, I very much look forward to it. Uh, I know several people that work down at the, the courthouse. I, I, I would look forward to the opportunity to work with them. And uh, ask for the support of the residents of Randolph County. I'd appreciate it very much. So, thank you very much, and yes. I hope they come out on the 15th, and we'll get you. Hopefully, everybody comes out and gives you an opportunity. They've got an opportunity to hear you, meet you, and they can go on Facebook and see who you are. Okay, and they're serving mustard choice. So, if anybody likes to come out, please come out and meet some of the candidates. Awesome. Um, that sounds like an amazing deal. Thank you. And, again. I, and I want to tell you one last thing. Thank you for the opportunity to uh, air, air my thoughts, and I look forward to work with you again this fall, Jimmy before the general election. Sounds good. Can't wait. And thank you for coming on. And like I said, it was really short notice, and I appreciate all the time you spent and 
getting this set up. I know that you're busy, you're campaigning, you've got your life to do, and you spent a lot of time getting ready with, with me. So well, I, pre- I appreciate the opportunity. All right. Thank you very much. This has been Randy Bertetto for Randolph County Commissioner on the Democratic ticket. Thank you, Randy. You're, uh, thank you, and uh, I enjoyed the opportunity. All right. You have a great day, and good luck. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. That was Randy Bertetto, Democratic candidate for county commissioner. My next guest is Chris Hitzman, Monroe County um, State's Attorney candidate on the Republican ticket. County State's Attorney on the Republican ticket. Hi, Chris. How are you? How are you doing, Jeremy? Thanks for having me. Not a problem. I appreciate you being on a short notice. Well, thank, uh, thank you again. Well, usually I, I like to start off with, you know, could you tell me a little bit about yourself? so our listeners can get to know you and who you are as you're running for office? Yeah, so I grew up on a farm just outside Redbud. Uh, I grew up a couple miles from our current sheriff, Neil Rolfing. Uh, My journey here tonight started with a conversation with him, and from there, like any good lawyer, I did a lot of research, spoke with Sheriff Rolfing and other members of local law enforcement and citizens, and found that there is a, a genuine concern that the bright Monroe County line that used to be feared by criminals has been dulled or erased by years of plea bargains and probation. So from there, I, I, I did more research, like any good lawyer, into uh, into the the requirements of the position and and, and how I want to see Monroe County continue to, to grow and thrive. And uh, as a result, I'm here talking to you today. Personally, I uh, I was valedictorian of, of Redbud High School in 1998. I went on to study psychology at the University of Illinois and graduated from there in 2003. While studying psychology, I became very interested in abnormal psychology and social psychology. I got a background in uh, a bit in, in criminal justice and decided that I wanted to go attend law school. I went to law school with this as my dream job in, in the future. I, I studied as, as many and took as many criminal law type classes as I could while in law school. I got experience seeing, seeing criminal law from the prosecution side for the city of Chicago and uh, for, from the side of the bench when I worked for Judge Robert Gettleman up in the Northern District of Illinois. <clears throat> uh, I graduated with honors from from my law school class, and uh, I mentioned I took quite a few criminal law classes. I ended with a 392 out of 4 GPA in those classes. Very good. Um, What experience do you feel that you have that makes you eligible for the position of the Monroe County State's Attorney? So I, I actually, I'm, I'm 35 years old, and I've been out as a practicing attorney for seven years. But I think some of my, my pre-law experience also gives me a very good experience. So part of being the state's attorney is running the office. For two years before I went to law school, I I took two years to try and make some money to be able to pay for pay my way through law school, and I managed uh, Hertz Rent-A-Car stores. I, I managed a million-dollar-a-year business for two years and was and was quite successful. Uh, part of it is teaching. Part of it is, is informing the public and informing our police officers what, what the law is and what they need to uphold. While I was in law school, I, I served as a student TA, and, and so I have, I have experience in teaching and being able to relate with other people. 
And then as far as the, the legal aspect of it, I've spent the last seven years traveling the country litigating cases for Thompson Coburn. Thompson Coburn is the biggest, the, the biggest law firm as far as attorneys here in the St. Louis area. I've had some amazing mentors. I've, I've taken depositions and, and helped to assemble trial testimony in, in I think now 36 states and counting. Uh, I've, you know, in, in, in short, I've, I've, I've been able to to at least perform any and all of the duties that that a state's attorney will have to will have to perform, and and I think it's it's important that we elect someone who is going to be proactive, who's going to work with law enforcement, and who's eager and and really dying to get this job. And I I think I I check all those boxes. Very good. That does sound like you have quite the list on there. Um. And what makes you feel like you're the best candidate for the job? Well, I'm running for this job because I think victims deserve justice, and I think our county deserves a zero-tolerance policy for those who manufacture, sell, and traffic drugs or commit violent crimes here. I'm not scared to stand up for our citizens. These types of crimes reflect predatory behavior, which is something that we need to watch out for, something that we need to fear. We we don't want those types of crimes and those types of criminals infiltrating our county. There, in 2014, there was a survey done by the the New York Times, and they found Monroe County to be the sixth best place to live in Illinois. And one of the major things they looked at in that survey was was crime. And our crime's low, but it's it, we're we're facing new threats, and we're facing we're we're facing new criminals here over the course of the last few years. The the drugs and things that are starting to infiltrate our county are, are things that weren't here 15, 20 years ago. We need to be proactive. We need to be a, we need a state's attorney who's going to work with law enforcement, who's going to make sure that we're working to keep our citizens our citizens, our schools and our businesses safe. We need someone who's going to fight for our citizens and I will do that. Very good. I grew up in Waterloo, and I really appreciate all that stuff. My family still lives there. I have a lot of fun memories of Waterloo. I'm down to Redbud now. It's not too far. We go up to Waterloo all the time shopping and stuff. Um, and uh, I know that it's definitely, you know, you hear more about some of the drug traffic and stuff like that, even though you don't hear much, you know. So, you know, that's definitely an issue with the citizens and different stuff like that. And so we really appreciate on that aspect of it, watching over that part of it. So people come to Waterloo and shop in the shops and do whatever. If St. Louis gets more and more dangerous, they have better options in Illinois to bring people and jobs to Illinois. Correct. And, and I mean, people people choose to live here. I mean, my my wife and I just just built. We've we've lived in Columbia since 2009. And when we came back here, I had I had attended law school up north. Mm-hmm. When we came back, that's, it was a, we had the same considerations everyone else does. We looked at we looked at the surrounding communities and 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 we found Monroe County to be everything that that we wanted in a forever home. We we lived here six years and just built the house that we're going to be in the rest of our life. We've got two small children who are going to be attending our our schools here. I mean, this is this is a community that we are as invested in as, as any two people can be invested in and and we want to make sure that that it remains the the type of place to live that it is we choose to live in monroe county instead of 
St. Louis County or St. Clair County or some of the other surrounding areas because of because of how special this is, how great the people are, and and we do as as state's attorney, I'm going to work to to make sure that everything we have today is what we have 16, 20 years down the road, hopefully when when I finish serving as your state's attorney. I agree. And what is one of your favorite things about Monroe County? My my favorite thing is uh, honestly the people. Since the beginning of January, we've been walking around neighborhoods and knocking on doors, and I've met, I mean, so many wonderful people. I've been involved in the Monroe County Coalition for Drug-Free Communities, and through that I've learned, or I've met a whole other group of people. People here care. People want to see their communities survive and thrive. And it's, I guess that's probably not unique, but I feel like the passion that you that you feel here is unique. People love it here, and people want to make sure that, that it remains a great place to live. And, and that, that's by far my favorite thing about where we live. I definitely agree on that. And, Chris, do you have anything else you'd like to add? I just uh, I ask, ask everyone to go out and pull that Republican ticket on March 15th or this weekend during early voting, and I ask for your vote. I will fight for you. Thank you for being on tonight, Chris. Um, I appreciate you taking the time and doing the interview, and thank you for being on uh, with Blog Talk Radio and, you know, letting the people have a chance to hear of the different voices and get to see the face that goes with the voice, you know, that doesn't get to be and didn't get to meet you or whatever. Give them the opportunity to hear who's running and go from there and choose the right candidate. Thank you very much. Good luck. And thank, yeah, thank you. That was Chris Hitzman, Republican ticket candidate for the Monroe County. Now let's hear from State's Pastor Attorney. Neville, pastor at Redbud St. John's Lutheran Church, for their Road to Calvary pageant. Hi, this is Jeremy Sellhorn of Blossom City Radio with Pastor Neville from St. John's Lutheran Church. Welcome, Pastor Neville. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, we're having the pageant of the at church. Could you tell me a little more about it? The, the St. John's Lutheran Church in Redbud will celebrate its annual Road to Calvary pageant on Palm Sunday, March the 20th at 7 o'clock in the church. The congregation will go with Jesus uh, into Jerusalem on his Palm Sunday entry into the city and then follow Jesus up to the upper room on Monday, Thursday for his giving of the Lord's Supper, accompanying him to the Garden of Gethsemane. Watch as he is arrested and then taken away before the Roman governor, Pontius Pilate, placed on trial and sentenced to death, and then executed upon the cross. Costumed characters will provide uh, voices for the events. The congregation uh, will take part in the events as well. They will sing hymns. 
and special music will be provided by the congregation's choir, handbells, and third grade day school students. The offering for the service will support the congregation's emergency fund at the Human Service Center. Following the pageant, there will be a reception in the Congregations Fellowship Hall, sponsored by both our men's club and our senior youth. The entire community is invited to gather at St. John's Lutheran Church for the Road to Calvary pageant on Sunday, March the 20th, beginning at 7 o'clock. Very good. Is there anything else you'd like to add on that? I think that's all for now. It has been a wonderful performance the past couple of years we have done this. been very well received by members of the congregation and community, and uh, we hope many people join us for it. Well, thank you very much, Pastor Noble. Thank you for being a part of the show, and thank you for promoing that. I can't wait to see it myself. Thank you so much for allowing us the opportunity to publicize this. Not a problem. Anytime you have anything, just let me know, and we'll work on it. Thank you, and you have a great night. Thank you for. Thank you again. Our first song tonight is "Warning Label" by Elizabeth Mall. Please go and like her fan page on Facebook and let her know how much you enjoy her music. play with fire I never stop to think be careful what you drink from the hands of a liar can't believe that I got
is Elizabeth Mall Songs Warning Label. Check her out on Facebook. Hi, this is Jeremy Stone with Blossom City Radio. We're here with Mandy Colewire, who's doing the Tour de, Tour de Cure on June 4th for a cure for diabetes. Hi, Mandy. How are you? Hey, Jeremy. Doing good. Good. Um, so what is the Tour de Cure, actually? The Tour de Cure is a nationwide fundraiser to support diabetes research and eventually hopefully find a cure for diabetes type 1 and type 2. I participate in the Tour de Tour for St. Louis. We ride in Alton, Illinois on June 4th. We use, there's usually 1,500 to 2,000 riders that day. Wow. That's quite a bit. And how did you actually get involved in the Tour de Cure? Well, diabetes is very much a problem in my family. Um, both of my parents were diagnosed. My dad was diagnosed over 18 years ago, and my mom within the last seven years. I had gestational diabetes whenever I was pregnant with my youngest and was told it's not a matter of if I become diabetic, it's when. I found a website for a bike ride. I enjoy being outdoors. Thought I'd give it a try. The first year I rode 30 miles. Thought I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I've been riding consistently 50 miles ever since. Last year my oldest daughter, Samantha, rode with me for the first time and we rode 30 miles together. That's awesome. Yeah, diabetes actually runs in my family also. So, you know, when I saw this and I saw thought maybe we could get a chance to talk, I really wanted to jump on this and let people know that they're working hard on a cure and then they're to find a cure and that this is an opportunity to, you know, give to a good cause and to help, you know, find a cure. If you have diabetes and stuff like that, then, um, you know, you can – Fund, you know, you can sponsor you on your ride. Is that correct how this works? You do a donation That's correct. And you ride? Yeah. Right. There's a, a web page set up for it. I also have a Facebook link for it. Um, when people go to there, it actually donates to my fundraising. My goal this year is 3000 Every year that I wrote, I've doubled what I've raised. So last year I raised 1500 My goal is to raise 3000 this year. Um, it's my seventh year riding. Uh Going back to 50 miles, riding by myself this year. So hopefully we'll have good weather and I'll get done in four hours or less. That's, wow. I'm impressed. I don't know if I'd be riding that well, but, <laughs> yes, that's awesome. And I just it takes a lot of training. I'm actually getting my first training ride this weekend. I'm going to ride 25 miles on Sunday to get, get the ball rolling for the year. <laughs> I bet. I I do want to thank you because this is actually something that is big in my family, and thank you for actually giving me the opportunity to be, you know, to talk with you and kind of to be able to, you know, do a little bit something for this and not have to ride 50 miles and die. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, pre do, I appreciate I, the time for it. Um, and the link we are putting up on our Facebook page at BlossomCityOfFacebook.com, and then if you need any information – you can find me on Facebook, on Blossom City um, Radio on Facebook, and you can message me there or do Blossom City Radio at yahoo.com. Um, we'll have the link there. If you have any questions, you can contact me, and I'll give you the answers. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add, Mandy? I do want to add that if anybody is donating locally here that knows me, who knows my family, this money stays in the St. Louis area. This money doesn't go all over the United States. 
was raised in St. Louis, Georgia, Tour stays in St. Louis. One of the biggest things they find is a juvenile diabetes camp in Missouri that teaches children who've just been diagnosed with type 1 how to care for themselves. And that is a huge benefit for their families, for the kids, for the doctors in the area. So I definitely encourage people to, to donate. Skip a morning coffee. Donate the $3 that they would have every little bit helped. I agree. That's that's a good cause. And, I mean, I didn't even know this. That's an amazing cause. So, yes, um, I can't wait to get everything going. And I, you know, can't wait to hear about your bike ride. Um, thank you for coming on. And we really appreciate what you're doing, to be honest with you, is making a big effect on people's lives. And, you know, it works. You know, it's in my family, it's in your family, and it's in many other families. It's like an epidemic as fast as it's been coming on. So you know, we appreciate everything that you're doing for this. I, I appreciate your time and letting me talk about this today. Not a problem. Thank you for coming on Blossom City Radio. Um, good luck with it. I can't wait to talk to you again about how it went. Looking forward to it. All right. You take it easy, Mandy. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Friday night, fireflies dancing, candlelight, your daddy's old Gibson, pack your melody. Little grin and move.
Now it's time for Brody's joke Why of the day. Acrobats work in the winter. I don't know. Why don't acrobats work in the winter? They only do several socks. Okay, From here to heaven. Sarah J. Hartman Deckerow is signing copies of her new book. Faith in God has helped her heal in the tragic loss of her husband and two sons. But shares how faith in God has helped taken her in what was supposed to be heal in the tragic loss of her husband and two sons. The woods. That were taken in what was she supposed to be. She will be at Valmeyer Library a father son from trip 6.30 to, to 7.30 on Thursday, April 14th. She will be at Valmeyer Library at from 6.30 to 7.30 library on Thursday, Saturday, May 7th, April 14th, in Waterloo. From 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Worth and Talbot I know copies are available on Saturday, May 7th, in Waterloo. iBooks and Amazon. to 1 p.m. I know copies are available online. If you get a chance, stop by and see Sarah and get your book signed. If you get a chance, stop by and see Sarah and get your book signed. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's show. If you have events that you would like put on the community board, guest suggestions, or you would like to give feedback on the show, just or just say hi, please find us on Facebook at Blossom City Radio or hit us up on Blossom City Radio at yahoo.com. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and thank you for giving me the honor of being your host for tonight. Thank you, and good night. Hi, this is owner and CEO of American Variety Network, Alice Cardinelli. I apologize for the technical issues tonight, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, play Jeremy's community community board right now. It's now time for the community board. The community board spotlights events and functions that are happening in the Southern Illinois St. Louis area. Saturday, March 19th at 7 p.m., Mo Fun will be at the Waterloo VFW. Donations are $20 a person, $35 a couple. Tickets can be purchased at Waterloo VFW, First National Bank, Midland States Bank, and State Bank of Waterloo. Call Rick Schilling at 618-939-8904 for any additional information. Sunday, March 20th at 7 p.m., St. John's Lutheran Church in Redbud, Illinois presents the Road to Calvary Pageant. This play presents Jesus' final days from Palm Sunday to his death on the cross. Please join us as we remember Jesus' sacrifice for our sins. And for additional information, call St. John's Lutheran School at 618-282-3873. On Saturday, April 2nd at 11.30 a.m., the Waterloo VFW is having a tea party. Candy Bueller is the speaker. Lunch will be served, and admission is $10. All proceeds go to Veteran Services. For additional information, call 618-939-4135. On April 10th, Cookies for a Cure at St. Mary's Church at 7364 Town Trail, Ellis Grove, Illinois. From 1 to 4, the cost is $35. Contact Jennifer Shimonic at J-E-N-I-C-O-L-24 at Hotmail.com with cookie class in the subject line and add the names of everyone who is attending. Baking and supporting a good cause, it doesn't get any better than this. One dozen cookies will be provided to decorate in class and to take home and enjoy later. All supplies and instructions are provided.
On Saturday, May 14th, 9 to 5, Gateway Classic Car 17th Annual Spring Fling Car Show is happening. Gateway is participating with Children's Miracle Network for the event. Come out for food, music, and beautiful classic cars. All proceeds go to Children's Miracle Network. For additional information, check out gatewayclassiccars.com. Calling all Massachusetts residents coming to the American Variety Network on Sunday, March 16th, 2016 at 8 p.m. Eastern is The Mass Effect with Alex Cardinelli, where I'll be talking about current happenings in Massachusetts, news in Massachusetts, and I'll even promote local Massachusetts businesses. I'm also going to interview some wonderful people from Massachusetts. This is going to be the first Massachusetts Blog Talk Radio Show. It's the one stop for every hardworking Massachusetts person. So check out The Mass Effect with Alice Cardinelli on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern if you are a Massachusetts resident. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash American Network. Next Saturday, March 12th, 2016, live on Saturday, live with Alice Cardinelli. Our special guest will be Keith Norman, the third administrator of our group, National Saltwater and Reef Society. He's a very experienced saltwater aquarist, and he's going to talk to us about saltwater. Plus, a new segment debuts, and it's going to be called Cooking on Saturday, Best Recipe for the Weekend, and it's going to be Chicken Franchise and Veal Franchise. Plus, I'll answer your questions and ask away with Alice Cardinelli. Email your questions to alicegoyankeescardinelli19 at gmail.com or American Variety Network at Comcast.net. Plus, all of our great segments, including funny phone calls, funny audio clips, and more. So join Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli next Saturday, March 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern. It's a promo, get a jacket, I'm selling them out my trunk. Whenever, whatever.